You are listening to Girl, Not This, a podcast series dedicated to my fellow besties trying to navigate their 20s, coming to terms with their spirituality, and healing while still living at home. My name is Lindsay, and thank you for joining in. Welcome to episode two of Girl, Not This. In today's episode, I will be talking about tattoos in the Latino community. I hope you enjoy. Hola, hermana. Have you ever tried hiding a tattoo from a family member or have been given the side eye when walking past one at a family function? Tattoos have been controversial for as long as I can remember. Like, I have walked the streets of El Salvador and have been told I'm going to El Infierno because of my tattoos. Older men have tried grabbing me, assuming me, assuming I'm easy because of the way I look. I'm constantly having to wear a long sleeve shirt when visiting my grandpa and being told, you're so beautiful. I just don't understand why you did that to your body. For as long as I can remember, I have been told, have you tried losing weight? To, oh, mija, if only you lost some weight, you'd really be so beautiful. Not knowing these comments affected me and my self-image. By the time I was 10, I just... By the time I was 10, I just knew I wanted to have tattoos. Like, let's be real. There was just something about covering myself with the art. I knew I wanted to show that represented me. I wanted people to see past my weight, past my lips, my face. I just really wanted them to see me. The older I got, the more and more I noticed that tattoos weren't just a thing in my family, but a lot of families in the Latino community. I've heard people tell their own kids that they looked like a gang member or they won't ever get a good paying job because they decided to mark up their bodies. Words cut deep and they cut even deeper when they're coming from people you care about. So at a young age, I not only hated my body, but the fact that I was Latina because I knew I was never going to be able to get one. And yes, I've had friends like tell me, oh, girl, just wait till you're 18. Like you'll be an adult. Like they can't do anything. And I would laugh hysterically in Latina if you catch my drift because that was never going to happen. I started working at 18 when I was a senior in high school and was happy I was making money. So by the time I was 20, I had worked up the courage that I was financially independent and my mom couldn't take anything away from me if I got a tattoo. So I did it. (laughs) I made an appointment with someone who like my cousins went to high school with and was like talented as fuck And I decided to tell my mom a few days before I got it, which was a mistake, you know, because I should have just popped up with it like, oh, look, but not here or there. So not only was she super upset, she then proceeded to ask me where I planned on getting this monstrosity. I told her my arm and her eyes went red. The day of my appointment, she woke me up laid $300 across my pillow and said she would pay for this tattoo if I didn't get it on my arm. Now, was I going to do what I wanted or was I going to take this and basically get a free tattoo? (laughs) Y'all, I took the money. (laughs) I got my tattoo and I was beyond happy and excited 
I started cutting up some shirts, buying backlist things because I really wanted to showcase my art. I did not please my mama. (laughs) She was not happy. I couldn't understand why she hated it so much. I felt so much closer to myself confident even, which was really hard for me to come by at the time. Months went by and I slowly started getting more and more each time I would get the silent treatment from my mom because she didn't approve what I was doing with my body. The time progressed and my left arm was basically covered. I got a huge piece on my stomach and I felt the most confident I ever felt in my life. I started to think about why people hated them so much and what was so wrong with them. Was it them projecting their own insecurities? The fact that the Latino media has ruined people's views on what's beautiful in the community? My brain still scrambles. After a long, very long struggle of my self-image and my self-confidence, I realized I had to stop letting other people's opinions bother me so much. Not everyone will think the way I think or like the same things I like. I realized that many people view their offspring as extensions of themselves and not their own person. Hence why there's pressure on getting a certain job, going to a certain school, and basically having your entire life planned out, which I'm sure can be, you know, really difficult if you try to wrap your head around that. Like you have no free will, like you are not seen as your own person, like you're literally seen as an extension of your parent. And I know a lot of people face this. It took me a really long time to not let my family's comments get to me, especially my grandpa. I am his only granddaughter in a sea of grandsons. I was the fat one, the one who ruined her body, the one who wasn't married with kids at 25. And I just, I just couldn't understand why he would say like just such hateful things like constantly. If it wasn't about me, it was about a cousin. If it wasn't about a cousin, it was about my brother. It was just so like the talk of the town, like all of us and our bad decisions, you know what I mean? But then if we roll, roll, you know, pull the carpet from underneath them, it's kind of like, oh, you're so disrespectful. You're so like, how dare you? So we can never flip the script. It's always us, 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 what they're doing, what his siblings, kids are doing. Like, it's just a whole, ugh, it's so annoying. And it wasn't until I had a conversation with my mom that made me realize that he feared me. I was outspoken unafraid to be confrontational, and didn't like the tradition of being married with kids by a certain age. Especially for for me being a woman, it's like, oh my God, like now I'm 27 and it's, does she ever plan on getting married? And when I was 15, it was, does she ever plan on losing weight? It's never going to end. And it's literally sickening. Some days I would have, you know, conversations with him like, you know, I'm still so young. I'm experiencing life. And some days he's on board. Some days he's telling me travel, live, don't be tied down, which is cool. You know, I'm like, oh, great. Like he's seeing my side of it. But then other days when I'm not there and he's having a conversation with my mother, 
behind my back, it's always why I don't have a husband and I better not gain all my weight back. It was this type of low vibrational speaking that made me set boundaries with my family, especially my grandfather. I told my mom I would not speak or see him if this shit was going to continue. After years of battling my self-image, I loved myself. I was comfortable with myself and I wasn't going to go somewhere where I knew I was going to be disrespected. It's always respect your elders and don't talk back. The type of toxicity that keeps us in a cycle that is so damaging for the younger generations. We cannot put ourselves first. We cannot do things for ourselves because the older generation doesn't approve. This type of thinking really made me reflect for so long because I simply just couldn't understand. My brother, who has had been drawing since he was about six, wanted to be a tattoo artist at 18, but couldn't because our mom didn't approve. It was just so like mind-boggling. Couldn't go after your dream because the shit-talking, the expectations they have for you, X, Y, and Z. This really can hinder you as a person because your mind is just so set up with fear and not even your own. It's other people's fears and insecurities in your head that's stopping you from doing something. And I went through it, especially like with this podcast. Like I was letting other people's fears and insecurities like stop me for months because I got in my own head. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's one thing after the other. And after years of not knowing what to do in life, my brother built up the courage to pick up a tattoo machine. And I watched him come to life by just doing what he knew he always wanted to do. Seeing this light inside of Jeff, I saw our mom reflecting and realizing her stubbornness and her own views really hindered her only son, regretted not being able to support him from the very beginning. Seeing this and then going through the loss of my friend Eric, I realized life was way too short to care about what anyone fucking thought about me. Eric was the most unapologetic person. He was always himself and didn't give a fuck if you liked him or not. He was a proud Aries. And if you know, you know, you knew from like five minutes of meeting him, you knew he was an Aries. Gay gamer boy from Mexicali and made sure you fucking knew. So if I wanted a tattoo on my ass, what was stopping me? And I'm really not trying to shit on the older generation or disrespect, but how can we, the younger generation, give respect to someone knowing they don't respect us because of the way we chose to live our life and the mere fact that we're younger than them? So our choices, aka getting a tattoo, getting a piercing, whatever, it's like, oh, absolutely not. This person, no, I don't want her, you know, coming here looking crazy. It's literally like, are you serious? So you would rather have someone that's molested someone at a house party than invite this person because they look like a fucking gang member. If I have learned anything is that we will always have ourselves and we need to hold the older generation accountable and advocate for ourselves. We need to break these generational curses and unlearn a lot of toxic behavior, which makes me believe it's the only, it's one of the many reasons 
why a lot of people are making the decision to be child free. Too much toxicity and not enough people willing to be the change or hold any sort of accountability. Also, the fact that the world will is literally falling apart and we probably won't have any clean drinking water by 2026, but you know, go off. I'd be lying. I'd straight up be lying if I said that I always thought this way. There had been many times I would come to regret my tattoos. Dating and getting serious with someone brought a lot of anxiety because I would fear your parents won't like me because of my tattoos. I had been stunted by the toxicity of the stigma of tattoos that I would try wearing a long sleeve or a jacket to hide, you know, behind the clothes. And after a while, I realized that our actions are what truly matter. If I'm judged by the fact that I have a tattoo of a fucking flower, that is your problem, not mine. I let my actions and the way I treat someone be a reflection of me and me alone. And I hope that one day the older generation heals and opens their eyes that there is so much more in the world and the least of their concern should be a tattoo that I have on my ass. So I ask this, are you willing to let others' insecurities and projections stop you from doing what you want? Or are you going to break these generational curses and heal these cycles all while sitting pretty and getting that fucking tattoo? Thank you for tuning in and reflecting with me. I urge you to take some time for yourself and document the outcome. New episodes will be coming every Wednesday feel free to reach out to me and share your stories or ask me a question at girlnotthisla at gmail.com. Please rate, review, and follow the podcast on your preferred streaming service. I'm Lindsay. Thank you for listening.